Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of After Hours. And for today's episode, I'm joined by Daniel, a friend that I met in pickup soccer in Spain. Daniel, say hi. Hello. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about his journey to Spain, how he got here, his life before in the States, and what he has in plan for his future. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy and let's get into it. What's up, bro? Yo, what's up? How you been? Good, man. How about you? Good, good. How, how was your uh, vacation? It was good, bro. It was nice. You Where know, did I you? finished school. I went Where to Bosnia, and Croatia. Oh, wow. How was that? Dude, it was crazy. It's like so different from like, Spain, you know? <laughs> how's your How's your season going? Um, My season, we have three games left, but we've been losing a lot of games. Really? Yeah, so it's been pretty bad. Damn, we're like the opposite. We lost like, well, like we lost like five in a row, like between March and April, but we just started like winning again, like three weeks ago. So are you guys going to get promoted to the nah. What place are you guys in? Right now we're like, I think ninth, so mid table. Not bad. Well, I think we're yeah. like 10th. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, we like lost like like the first half of the season we were like top four and then we lost like seven in a row. So <laughs> yeah. It's like the opposite for us, yeah. So the first question I want to start off with um what does a normal day look like for you? Um well I'll give you a day before I was on vacation. So I would wake up probably around 7 30 in the morning uh get dressed real quick and shower and then go to uh go to the train because i live a little bit outside the uh the center that's where i study so i leave my house probably like 8 8 a.m and, uh, and get to class before 10 a.m and normally i just a bit i have class between 10 a.m and like 2 p.m after that normally i eat study for a bit and around 4 or 5 p.m i come back home and then just stretch a little bit, hang out, and then head off to practice from like 8 to 10 p.m. normally, come home, eat dinner, and just go to sleep normally. Mm. And what team are you on currently? I'm on Real Aranjuez Juvenil A or A. The United how did you, team. How did you get from the where you were before to that team now? Um, so I have made my whole senior, well, my senior year was during uh, COVID. So I didn't have, I didn't go to go to class at all my senior year of high school. And uh, I just knew like after finishing my high school season, I just, I knew like playing college soccer would be an option for me, but I knew it wouldn't be D1. I was, I had, I had D3 offers like full ride and I had a few D2 schools I could go for and half scholarships, but I decided that. I just wanted to try playing overseas in Spain specifically because I have family here. So uh, I basically I ran with that, and uh, I just I was just working um, working a job all last all last year to save up. And then I ended up coming out here 
in June for a tryout, and I, I made the first team I tried out for. That's crazy. You you had three, three offers, and you chose to go to Spain. Isn't that really risky in a sense? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like, well, actually, most of my friends, like, play college soccer, actually, and they told me, like, you know, bro, just try out playing in Europe just to see how it is because – I mean, I've been, I've been growing up in the in the states my whole life, so I didn't kind of know how it is there. I just wanted to try something new in a different environment. Mm. But didn't you ever think like, what if it doesn't go as well as I like it to, and I just end up backwards instead of going forwards? Oh yeah, that that thought's definitely come across my my mind like a few times this season. This time been the best season for me personally, and uh, yeah, it's come to my mind a lot. Thinking what would have happened if I if I won the college route instead. And I'm still thinking about maybe in a few years going to play in college because I still have my four years of eligibility. Mm. I also think about that too. I'm like deciding if I should stay in Spain and try to rise up the ranks or try getting some like D3, D2 offer and going to college. But Right. I mean, for me, I was going to say like for me, like I had like a D3 school like confirmed like and they're like back-to-back championship champions in their division, but like a few of my friends go there, and I just, I just, I don't know. That felt like too secure for me. I just wanted to come, you know, to Spain because it was a little more risky, you know. Mm. I didn't want to be, I don't want to play it safe. You mentioned that you go to a university, international university in Madrid, right? What is that called? Yeah, so I go to uh, St. Louis University, in Madrid. So back in the in the states. There's like St. Louis University. It's a pretty big, it's a D1 school back in the States. And they're actually, they have one of the best uh, soccer teams in the, they're like ranked top five, I think this past year. They're really good. And uh, they have a campus in Madrid. So my father actually works back home in St. Louis at the university. So through that, I was able to get the connection to come come to uh, Spain to study here for a pretty uh, low, low tuition. Uh yeah. What would you say? I mean, how is the experience in that St. Louis University in Madrid? Oh, it's pretty. It's a small university, you know. Like back in the states, you know, all universities, like D one university especially, are huge. You know, you got like over ten thousand students. So like, it's definitely interesting. Like you see the same people every day. So it's mm-hmm. like good for making friends. You know, like I've made a lot of friends like the past year. I think I would like at a big university, but still, it's like it's not like the normal college experience. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are like the people you meet there? I, I I would assume there's like a lot of international students, but right. Yeah, dude. I've met like I've met people from like all over the world. Like I have friends from like the Philippines and like Nigeria. Like it's crazy. Some of the places are coming people are coming from. And mm. most of the people that study here like are pretty rich too. So like, you know, it's pretty cool to meet, like see like how they live their lives, you know, it's pretty cool. Is there like spirit? Like student spirit or something dude, like that. Not, not at all, dude. It's like not like a typical college, bro. It's like I don't know. You see, like the same people every day. Like you guys kind of like talk about whatever, but like it's not like like there's like no like teams. You know, there's like like America. You go to, like the, everyone goes to, like the football games. You know, like there's like school spirit, but like it's not like that at all. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever like you mentioned? We mentioned already that you sometimes like think about what if you went to the university do yeah. you ever get like regretful in a sense dude yeah all the time i mean the, like it depends like i like my mood switch to life i have a good practice you know like i'm like all in 
And like if I play good in the game, but like if I had like a bad practice, I miss a few touches. I'm having a bad week. I'm just like, man, I wish I was in the stage playing in university. Like it'd be, it's like a safer option. I feel like for me. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like at some moments I would enjoy it more, but like I said, like just the risk, you know, it's something that, that this opportunity gave me. So, mm. yeah. So would you say like that when given a chance of playing it safe and playing it risky, what would you recommend is the better choice? I think it depends like on each person, you know, for me, like obviously I wanted to, well, just for a year, just like to try it out. I don't know what I'm going to do even this next year coming. I just wanted to try something like completely new, but I think like in general, I think playing it risky is better in this, like in a sense for soccer, because you never know who's watching, you know, especially like coming to a country like Spain, you know, it's like such a big thing. Like you could make it big here, you know? I think something that made me approach really easily was that like you're American and your story is right. kind of similar to mine. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And I, I always think about what if I stayed in high school and, and didn't come to Spain? Like there's also, I feel like, do you know what FOMO is? Yeah. There's a lot of that too. It's being abroad right. and away from friends. Yeah. But Dude, I think that surprised me, like a big thing that surprised me was like, like American people, like uh, soccer players, they like, come to Spain to try to play here. But a lot of like Spanish people I know that I'm meeting, they like went to go play in, in the States. So they had like, they thought they'd have better opportunities there. So it's like so weird. Like everything, everyone always switches. Like the grass is always greener, you know? It's so weird. Yeah. Even on my old team, like they all want to get scholarships for playing in high school or college right. in the U.S. Yeah. And even in my school right now, everybody's trying to prepare to go to colleges in the East Coast or West Coast. Dude, it's yeah, pretty like crazy. This, this guy just signed for like my team. Like this is his first week. He had played his first game with us yesterday, and like me and him were talking because like he's Spanish, but he's been playing in the stage for the last three years, um, in high school and like now in university. And he was like, he was like, why would I stay in Spain for college? Like you can't play, you can't play soccer and college at the same time. I was like. I was like saying like, well, I came to Spain, I'm doing, you know, but it's like not the same. He's like, it's just like a lot better to be playing for your university, he said. But how would you compare the level of soccer in States and football here? Right. I don't know which term to use either, football or soccer. Yeah. If I say, if I say soccer, everyone gets on me, but like it just, I don't know, you know, whatever. Um, Dude, like I'd say the level, I mean, like, I feel like people are a lot more competitive here. For me, it's definitely like a big wake up call, like coming here. Well, I'll be, okay. First of all, over the summer, like I came to Spain in June. I had my tryout then, but then like the rest of the summer, I didn't like play at all. Like I didn't train like, cause there was like in Spain, like there's no fields open. Like, you know, it's like pretty rare to find like an open field that's not locked up, especially last summer with COVID. So like all of July and like part of August, like I wasn't training at all, just like running. So like when I like first came, when I had the training in August, like dude, I got absolutely murdered. Like I was so bad compared to everyone else. But like you know, as the time goes on, I've been able to compete. But I would say the level here in the division I'm currently I'm playing in like a preferente division. Like it's like fourth or fifth, like third division for juveniles, right? Or fourth? Um, in Madrid, I think it's fourth. Yeah. So like even I like it's like it might sound like a low level, but still like like everyone is super competitive. It's like it's really there's really good players here for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you also mentioned that you're documenting your journey too. How's that been going? Oh yeah. So that kind of got put. Okay. So 
I made like a TikTok, dude, and it was that's huge. Like it got, it has over 800, 800K views right now and like over 100K likes, like it's massive. But dude, I stopped making them for now because dude, all my teammates, everyone I knew, bro, they saw the TikTok, like, oh, I saw you on TikTok. And everyone started calling me TikToker, bro. And I just, I had to stop it. Until I go back to the States, I'm not going to post anymore, I think. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Why not, dude? <laughs> dude, it's like embarrassing, bro. Getting called TikToker practice by my, even my coaches, bro. Like the secondary coach, like, Asked me about my TikTok journey, and I was like, dude, shut up. Like, it's just embarrassing, bro. <laughs> That's true. Um, for my, you know how I have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. But all my um, teammates are subscribed because we we record my games. My, yeah. my guardian does, mm-hmm. my host family, and we, we upload all the videos there. And so all my teammates and my coaches <laughs> – see my other videos too, like the day in the life, but it's really embarrassing sometimes. Oh, I think when I go like to the States, like I'm going to for sure post them. Cause like, I'm not embarrassed if my friends see them back home, but like here, dude, my teammates, it's just, it's not the same. It's not yeah. the same. But I think for sure, like if you want to create content like that, then you have to have like this, some like, I don't give a fuck personality. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't have that personally. Like, yeah, me like, too. So, sometimes, like, I feel like I have, like, maybe, like, one day I'll be like, I don't give a fuck. But, like, in the broad scheme, like, I can't just go around recording myself, like, speaking in English in Madrid on the Metro, bro. I, I could not do that, you know? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just too embarrassing for me. <laughs> just recording stuff. <laughs> right, dude. I, I don't, I can't, I couldn't do that, bro. <laughs> but what inspired you to start documenting your journey? Um. So, basically... I'm sure you I'm sure you know who you that Sokil Var guy on TikTok. Dude, everyone knows who he is. He has like over 500 k followers, dude. Mm. And like he posts like the most like like anyone could make these TikToks, you know, like they're like super fast, like super like informative about like his lay in the life of like playing wherever he is. And I was like, dude, I could do this for sure. Like my life's not that much different from his. Like I'm an American also playing in Spain. Like I bet people would like tune into this. So I was like, I gotta, I, I gotta start trying it. You know, maybe I can blow up because he gets like a bunch of opportunities from that, and it's like it's really, it's grown his like personal brand a lot. So I wanted to try to do something like that. Mm. And, and he's not like, I don't think he's the best player as well. Right, he's like twenty two, and he's playing in the same division that I am and playing in. You know, like yeah. in four years, I hope I'm playing in a higher division. But like, yeah, of yeah. course, dude. It's just right. like <laughs> I think that guy kind of inspired me too because. Like you said, his TikToks were so normal and average. Dude, literally, like he would like go to Madrid and be like, create this like super like dramatic TikTok about like, oh my gosh, I'm trying out for this club. I'm gonna practice in Madrid, Spain, and like, dude, I could do that so easily, you know? Yeah, so that's what I wanted to start. And they weren't even like famous teams, except for right. the Rio one, I think I saw. Right, like he had like a tryout for them, but like they ended up like it was like a money thing. I same scamming him basically. Yeah, the scam. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Dude, there's so many scams, bro. I keep getting emails from, like, Alcorcon, you know, the team in Hedafe. Mm. Dude, it's like, come have a trial, but you have to pay $4,000. I'm like, dude, this, this, it's a scam, bro. Like, even if you make it, bro, $4,000 is too much. I think Alcorcon has lots of um, issues with money. Dude, they just got relegated to the third, the third tier, tier in Spain. Wow. But yeah, bro. I have a teammate who was in the youth system for, I think, five years or something. And yeah. he said 
the players there, the coaches are such like so like so money greedy that if the players want to play more, they can just pay the coaches. Dude, yeah, it's like a really bad run club. I was like, um, I like to go to like games, obviously professional games. I I've gone to all four of the uh, professional teams in Madrid, like to go see them play. And I was like, I wanted to go see a second division game just to see like just to see how it was, you know. And I was looking at tickets to go see Alcorcon, and like the cheapest ones were forty euros. And you can go see Rayo Vallecano in the first division for like fifteen euros, bro. So I was like, there's no way I'm gonna go see them. Like it's just all about money, bro. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's so messed up. <laughs> Yeah, they used to be pretty, like, established. Right, club, they, used to, they used to play in La Liga, like, maybe 15 years ago, but now they're just on the way down. Yeah, I think that club is just ruined. Right. I had a friend who actually uh, who played for them. He just transferred to Leganes. Oh, wow, the, the senior yeah. team? No, he play, it's on the Juvenil bit. He's my age. He goes to university with me, actually. He's Nigerian. And uh, he came to Spain, like, the same as me, on a tryout. He's, like, he's really, really wealthy, you know? Like, he has a lot of connections back in Nigeria. He's actually, like, um, one of the names that is, like, in the talking for playing for the Nigeria U19 team at the World Cup. So, like, he's, like, in Nigeria, he's, like, a really big guy, you know? So he came to Spain, like, just like me, to, uh, to try to become pro. But, like, he university's on the side. So I met him at university, and he was, like, saying, like, yeah, He's like, I'm a, I could play at Alcorco and whatever. I was like, damn, bro, that's fucking crazy. Like, that's like a big ass club, you know? It's like, but I think he just like paid the way his way in, honestly. Mm. Like, I've seen him play before. Like, we play like pickup, like, no big deal, you know? Like, have you, you've gone with us to Canal? Like, he went one day and, like, I mean, in my opinion, he's good, but he's not like something that like amazing, you know? Mm. But yeah, I think that's like a big thing in Spain, too. You can just like pay your, you can buy your way on the teams. Yeah. But, Later on, when you get into like the senior divisions, the skill yeah, it's different. Show. Yeah, right. No, it's like the youth in the youth system. You can like definitely pay, but like once you like hit like once you hit become nineteen, like I just turned nineteen. Like next year, I can only play for like senior level teams. Like that's when it becomes like more serious, you know. Mm. So, what's your plan for your football career in, in the next, let's say, five years? That's a tough question. Okay. So um, my season's ending in the next three weeks. I'm going back home at the end of July, and I'm going to play for, like, just, like, a, a Sunday. I'm just going to train, like, hellas all summer. I don't have anything else to do. But the thing is, for me, I still don't have a team that I'm going to play at next year when I come back to Spain in September. So I'm not really sure what I want to do about that. I still haven't committed to uh, – to if I want to play for an actual team because the, what I'm doing is I'm staying in Spain for this the fall semester but next spring I'm going back to the states because I have an opportunity to play at a semi-pro club in, in the states it's like the, the fourth tier of U.S. soccer or football what, what is the division called uh it's like the um I forget it's like the NASL I think it's like there's like MLS USL USL2 and then under that's like NASL or something else. It's like the fourth division. It's sem- it's semi pro. Um, do you get paid? Yeah. For that? Uh, you don't get paid now, but the division above you get paid. So it's like a step yeah. process that you. All right, and I have a few friends that play there on that team, and like, I mean, my friend, I, I, I believe fully that I could play on that team too, and like, it's a semi pro opportunity, so I want to try to do that next spring. Mm. But 
five years in the future, I'm not sure. I think I'm gonna definitely try to play like another like I want to play senior level in Spain for sure. Like I think my my junior year of college, I guess it would be that I, I want to come to back to Spain and do a full year, just focus on like playing it on a senior level. But also, <clears throat> I think maybe my senior year or during my masters, if I do that, I want to go definitely try playing like college football soccer because I think that's a good experience. That would be really good, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Wait, so I'm a bit confused. I don't really know how the college eligibility works. So you can right. basically enter whenever you want in the four years, right? Or Yeah, so right now you, well, you're not you're, – you're 17, right? Hmm. So this, you have your senior year coming up in high school, right? So, yeah. like, yeah, next year, in two years, you'll be going into your freshman year of college. If you just decide not to play, you still have four years of eligibility. Like, I still have four years of eligibility. So, basically, throughout your whole college career, you're eligible to play four seasons of your sport. So, even if, let's say, I don't go, play, I don't play my first three years of college, my senior year, I still have four years of eligibility. And if I want to go into a master's, I can do, I can play my senior year and then my two master's years after that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, so basically you could play six years. No, you can only play four years. But you can only play four years, but if like let's say you like your your freshman sophomore year you don't play, then you could play the next four years. Is there like a certain age limit where you can't play after that? I think it's under 25. Or no, I actually I'm not actually sure what the age limit is, but there's like a uh, a YouTuber that I watch. His name's like Real Griffalo. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No. no, he he's like I think he has like thirty thousand subscribers, bro. Like it's not that big, but um, the reason like he's like from England and he came to uh my state Missouri to play, um, to play football. And he came his sophomore year. He came as like playing D one. He didn't play. Then he transferred to a D two and he finished like his college degree there. So he had three years of eligibility use. And then after he graduated college, he's going to uh to play like. NAIA, that's like the last division, right? I think in college soccer. It's like one of the bottom two, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's going to finish his master's. He's going to like, in, during his getting his master's degree, he's going to play his final season at uh, an, uh, an NAIA school. So like he came as a sophomore and he still was able to play all four years. Oh, so that's, wow. how I found, that's how I found out about that, you know? That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's something I've, I've been keeping in mind. Mm, I, I thought that if you missed, say, your freshman year for a gap year, then you only have yeah. three years left to play. No. Like, another friend of mine, his freshman year, he went to a D1 school during COVID, so there was no tryouts for the team or anything because, like, that was he was going to that school for tryouts. And, like, there was uh, there was tryouts. There wasn't any tryouts, so he couldn't, like, try out. So he just transferred to another school, a D3 school. And he made it, and he still had – he played his sophomore year, but he still has three years of eligibility left. So he can play, like – even if he graduates, as a, like, as a senior, he'll still have another year to play if he wants to. Mm. Right, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So yeah, what colleges are you looking to maybe get in contact with? Um. Well, I was thinking – like, the ones I have contacted with now are the ones that, like, are close to where I live in St. Louis. So, like – this D3 school, Webster University, like, <clears throat> I could play there because, like, I have so many friends. that Almost all my friends play there, actually, back home. And then there's a few other D2 ones that are in the in the area that are really good. But <clears throat> the main one 
that would be like the dream, you know, is like St. Louis University back home. It's like they're literally like they just had four guys like drafted to the MLS. Like they're an insane, you know, like their team is insane, you know. It's like and that's where I go to university. So that'd be so it would be so it would be so sick if I could play there. Mm. But they're D one, you know, it's it would be crazy hard. Yeah. So are you looking to continue your soccer career or eventually drop it and then do work a job? Oh, I want, I'm trying to continue it as long as I can, you know, but I think like I'll still be able to play and work a job. I feel like I don't think it'll be too serious, but I'm not like entirely sure where I want to end up even working, you know, cause I'm doing, I'm studying here in Spain. I'm doing my degrees in international business. So like through my university, there's a lot of opportunities to like work in Europe, you know, and do internships in different countries. So if I could get like this example, like a friend of mine that just graduated, he had like an internship at like Sweden. And he was saying like back in, he was like playing in Sweden over somewhere like in a, in a small division. Uh, I'm going to try to like continue my career as long as I can, but I'll probably be working and trying to do it at the same time. Mm. So you like, yeah. you want to always be playing at the highest yeah, want, level possible. Right. Of course. And if, it ever comes to if I ever get lucky enough to where I'm getting paid to play, that'd be that'd be amazing, you know. But yeah, let's say you're given an opportunity to play maybe third division for a yeah. thousand euros a month, or you have to commit to a full time job making, um let's say 5,000 euros a month, what would you eventually choose? Like, I can only make this decision once I can't go back. Maybe like, you can still be like, practicing and not join the team or... That's, that's tough. I'd probably say right now, based on like my feelings, like this past season, I would say like the money, the job, you know? But like, depends like, Maybe like over the summer, like I'm, my goal is to like become super, like way more motivated this next three months. Cause like with school, it's been really hard to like stay focused on like university is way tougher than high school, dude. But like, it's like been pretty fo- hard to focus on that. But I'd say, I don't know. That's a hard one. I'd say right now the job, but like in the future, definitely I'd probably rather do play for a thousand years a month. Mm. Yeah. What are you, what would you pick? For me, honestly, it's a tough choice. I, I actually, I always think about this if I'm presented with a job or playing soccer, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. tough, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I think it'll depend on how old I am. Yeah, that, that's definitely a big factor. If I'm younger, then maybe I have more time to grow for soccer, so I'll choose right. the soccer route. But if I'm like a bit older and I, and I know that I can't do much or get in a higher league, then I'll probably take the job, you know? Right, yeah. I got you. What about you? What are you, what are you planning on doing this, this next year? Are you going to stay in Spain another season? Um. Yeah, I think for sure I'm going to stay in Spain for another season. I'm actually trying to get on to a second division or first division team for who winner. Really? Um, we're talking with teams like Getafe. Um, and do you know a team called Rayo Alcobendas? Yeah. 
they're Nacional right now, but they're getting promoted to División de Honor. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to train with them this week, actually, and hopefully I get more opportunities and stuff like that. But there is this rule that I can't play, I can't register until I'm 18. Really? When do you turn 18? I turn 18 in February of next year. Dang, that's weird. Yeah. Man. What do you? So I'd have to practice until then with the team, and then right when I turn February they'd have to register me, but that means that in their squad, they'd have to leave out one member for the whole season. season. Yeah. Yeah. Until my birthday. So it's a high risk for them. Yeah. We're thinking about what's the best route right now and stuff like that. But I'm also preparing for college too. Like I'm um, studying in high school right now, getting the best possible GPA I can. And I'm also going to start studying for my SATs. Stuff like that. You're gonna do that? You said SATs and stuff? Yeah. Just to like make sure that I have that done. Right. Yeah. And I'm also trying to do the Spanish um certificate thing, like the Abe say thing. What's but that? It's like a certification that proves you can speak the language. Oh, okay, I got you. So like when you apply to a job. That's like your evidence that you know the language. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to study for bed we're not bed dose right now, but it's pretty tough. <laughs> like I have a book right here, and the things that are in the book are just really complicated. Right. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully we see in the near future. I got you. Are you planning on being in Spain at all in the, in the summer? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be in Spain this whole, f- like, until June 29th is when I go back. So I'm going to mm-hmm. be here for, like, half the summer. And when are you planning on coming back? And then I my flight return day is August 30th because school starts September 1st. Wow. August yeah. It's because I think I'm going to stay in Spain for the summer. and. Um, oh, really? Yeah, a lot of, like... My friends were planning on training too. And if you were in Spain, then I would have invited you to come. Yeah. But maybe like if you guys do anything at the end of June, let me know. But mm. I was going to ask you, like, how did you uh, like get the opportunity to come? And like, how are you like getting these opportunities with clubs, you know? Um, for me, I was originally going to go to Germany to try and play soccer there through this program called the Talent Project. And this program was very, it had a partnership with my club, Strikers FC. Mm-hmm. And so I basically knew about it and I was going to go there, but COVID hit and the code restrictions in Germany were, were really bad and they couldn't even play games. Yeah. Nor pra- practice, I think. They would like practice in like a random grass field or something. And to me, it wasn't worth the money that I would pay. And then my dad actually knew a friend who had this little program in Madrid. And so I went there, but it wasn't the best place, I think, for my growth. So I basically moved out of there to a host family. And I'm with the host family now. And that host family basically connects me to these clubs because the host family also had a son who played soccer, so they know a bunch of people here and there. And, like, you know Spain, how 
like the football world, the soccer world is very small. Yeah. Mm, so through that, I, I like these random connections that connect me to different practices, different trials and different teams. And it's been pretty good so far. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think one thing I might do is like, I'm going to come back and like, maybe like just like get on a random like team in September, but like not tell them that I'm going to be leaving in December, like going back to the States and just, like, just one day be like, Oh yeah, by the way, I'm not going to be able to finish this season. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they're gonna say. Yeah. But the only thing like I was thinking like when I was like talking to some people like the club, they're like, so my uh my contract ends in June. June no, July first. It ends July first. And like after that I'm a free agent, obviously I can go play wherever. So the only thing about that is like if I do decide to play in Spain in this fall, like I have that thing set up in the spring in the States, so I don't know how exactly how like I'll be able to do the transfer or whatever. Like I don't know. I'll need to do that. From what I know, that contract thing isn't as strict as it would be in like the pro leagues. Right, yeah. I know it's not that strict, but like still I gotta I still gotta like figure I gotta talk I gotta think I gotta talk to people about it, you know. Mm. But I don't think you need to worry about it too much, you know. Because I know lots of people who change teams mid mid season without any problem. Yeah, a few of my teammates did it actually too. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for joining me on my podcast today. Thank you for having me. Of course, dude. Um, let's practice or kick, kick a ball around sometime. For sure, bro. If there's ever a pickup, let me know. Yeah, I think the canal thing is closed now. No. Oh yeah, it's closed. On Saturdays, it's closed, bro. Yeah, but maybe at a different field sometime. Yeah, we'll see. All right, bro. Um, good luck in the summer. Good luck. Good too, man. With everything. Uh, let's keep in touch, bro. Yeah, for sure. We should for sure, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. All see right. ya. See you, bro. Peace.